It's time to create an unforgettable experience at your next event with The Poet Life by booking a keynote poet. Poets excite your audience with motivating messages, charismatic delivery, colorful rhythm, powerful prose, and heart-filled stories with a style of spoken word that's tailored specifically to your event. The Poet Life has keynote poets in your city of all ages and backgrounds. Visit thepoetlife.com to learn more and book your poet today. Introducing the Poet Life Podcast. Go check it out today on your favorite platforms, including iTunes, Apple Music, and the website, thepoetlife.com. Find a way, find a way. Ain't got no time now. You in the way. Hey, 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 it's Christoph Wrights of the Poet Life Podcast, and I am excited to be back, to be back, to be back. It's been about two months, took a two-month break. Well, I wouldn't say, well, it was a break from the podcast, but it wasn't a break from the poetry industry. Um, After season three, I was planning the Poet Life Fest and the Poet Life Fest was a success. And uh, really excited to announce that because it was a lot of work. It was a huge risk to name a festival after your business and have the possibility of it not going well. And if it did, your name would have been on it. <laughs> so, uh, but I, I, I'm excited that you know we took a big risk that means there was a big reward, but we're back on the Poet Life podcast, and I'm excited to to announce that we have for our first episode of season four, Justin Patton. How are you, sir? I'm doing great, man. How's it going? Oh man, I'm excited, man. I'm excited just to 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 be back in the virtual studio and uh, to have you on as our first guest, man. I'm excited to be here, man. I can. I can talk poetry all day, man. I've been doing it, so there's nothing new right here. For sure, for sure. Where are you located, brother? Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta. Uh, by the way, of Chattanooga, Tennessee, but down here in Atlanta. Uh, okay. Like I was telling you earlier, man, before this started, man, it's like a renaissance of spoken word artists down here, man. It's it's an exciting time. Okay, okay. So when you speak, uh, well, first of all, let's start a little in, in the background. So Tennessee. Yeah. That's where you're from. That's where you're born? That's where I'm from originally. Yeah, Chattanooga, Tennessee. Okay. Um, but we moved We moved to Knoxville. I lived in Nashville, went to TSU for a couple of years. So kind of all around the state. But I moved down here, finished out uh, college at Georgia State, and it's been home ever since. Nice. Nice. Georgia State. All right. Cool. Good stuff. When did you graduate? I graduated 2000, December 2011. Got you. Got, okay. Yeah, so it's, so it's been a minute now. All right. Okay. I got you. I got you about four years, man. I graduated from Norfolk State University in uh, 2006. So, okay. Okay. That's what's up. Yeah. Yeah, man. And uh, all right. So you stayed in Atlanta, huh? So I stayed in Atlanta, man. Um, it's just been, which I'm open to moving, but it's such a fun place right now, especially for creatives. I mean, you can do anything right now. Like if you want to get into like any kind of music or mm-hmm. any kind of like performance art, they got that right. for you. If you want to get into movies, they filming all that TV shows, they filming all that down there. It's just an exciting time, man. Man, I'm coming down 
uh, to Atlanta in seven days. And okay. uh, I'll be staying in an Airbnb in Marietta. Uh, is that close, somewhere close uh, where you are? That's where I'm at, man. That's where I stay. That's where I put on my monthly show here in Marietta. Uh, nice. So, yeah, man. When is, when is your monthly show? So it is September 24th. So I think it's the next weekend after you leave. But but even when you're down here, there should be some stuff going on. So I'll send you that info for sure. All right. Sweet, 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 man. I love Atlanta, bro. I love the camaraderie, uh, just the support uh, uh, of the artists there. And, man, I was really thinking, I was like, man, I'm, I don't know if I can move there because, you know, I have three young daughters and a wife and a whole family yeah. here. Uh, kids in school, but I could go down, go down like once a month. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You absolutely could. For sure, for sure, man. Um, but yeah, uh, so so Tennessee to Georgia, and you said uh, Atlanta's like like a renaissance. What do you mean by that? As far as the spoken word arena is, everybody is looking to everybody's kind of on the same page as far as like not only just taking it serious, but trying to take it to the next level, trying to take their spoken word business to the next level, whatever that looks like. Like you see, like, like I see you rocking your t-shirt. I'm rocking my t-shirt, but brother's like, okay, if we all got t-shirts, then we got to go get hats. We got to go get the whole jumpsuits. Like uh, just people taking it serious, man, and, and doing things differently. Uh, like, you know, it's a poet uh, dichotomy put on an international show. So it's just a lot of spoken word artists down here and the community is really tight knit and everybody's uplifting each other in a way that I haven't seen before, like on the rap scene or, mm -hmm. or even comedy scene or anything else. So, um, so it really feels like, it really feels like a, a movement to get spoken word on that mainstream level. That's dope. That's dope, man. That's good. I was talking to my frat brother uh, I, I'm an alpha and uh, he was saying he, he's out there in Atlanta and and I was like, look, man, I'm coming down there for some for the, for an entrepreneurship, you know, boot camp. And uh, uh, I think I want to put on an event or uh, put on an event out there. He was like, he was like, oh, OK. He was like, well, what's your what's your purpose? And I was like, well, you know, just kind of want to bring the poet life out there and put some people on. He's like, well, um. Uh, that's that's noble, but you know we don't necessarily need, we don't necessarily need that out here, bro. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was like, oh, 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 okay. Um, all right. What, what do you mean? He was like, well, you know, that's that's what we do out. We grinding out here. I don't know what y'all got going on out there, man. But but we've been doing this, you know. <laughs> and so so basically, you can keep your. <laughs> You can keep your platform. You know? We building platforms out here every day, you know. So. <laughs> and we and we building them, man. But I probably would. He he's writing that we are building it. I probably wouldn't have kicked it like that because we can always use we can always use more platforms. Yeah, so, yeah. No, but I got I I understood it. I understood it, and I can appreciate it. And I was like, that's what's up. Like they know their worth out there. You know, and um, and I'm sure there's some some levels of folks need to kind of level up, but but from what I can see, uh, outside looking in, man, um, uh, the the connections and 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 support of each other alone 
says and means a lot, you know, because not that's not everywhere. That's not everywhere. Yeah. A lot of places is every man for themselves. Yeah, and even down here, it's like that, like in certain pockets. But yeah. for the most part, the people that are really trying to do it and really trying to do it for not only themselves, but for the community, that's what it is. Everybody sharing each other flyers, everybody everybody mm. coming coming up, performing each other's events. It's um, it's really a cool thing to be a part of, man. That's awesome. You know, uh, I will say this, though. We are looking to take the Poet Life Fest uh, to the next city, and that's Atlanta. Hey man, we'll listen to yeah. poets down here. For sure, for sure. And and uh, um, I want to, you know, when we're offline, I want to connect with you uh, to see how we can make that happen. And um, uh, pretty excited about it, man. So look, so um, I want to talk about how we met, right? And we actually just met face to face virtually just yeah. now. Um, <laughs> yeah. And but how we met should help some people. And let me let me share with you how um, we came into contact with one another. Justin DM'd me or DM'd the poet life, right? And and that alone will and can take you far. Uh, just the goal and the the passion and 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 humility and the humility to say hey how you doing man i see what you got going on i love it uh uh I look you know would you be interested in having me on your podcast check me out you know i i actually have some things going on you know and um and that says a lot about you and others who do that uh, because they're not fearful and scared of, you know, they're, they're going to look at me crazy or they're not going to respond. Who cares? You don't know what the response will be. And I didn't respond right. I saw it. I didn't respond right away um, uh, because I had to, you know, I had to check you out. I had to vet you. Absolutely. Uh, so I get those DMs all the time, to be honest with you. And, and But it doesn't look like that person has anything going on. Uh, and it's not that that I'm looking for folks to have stuff going on. It is it is um, it is setting the standard of the platform and not everybody just gets to come on to the platform. And that's how you set your bar. Right. Um, uh, uh, you know, not everybody gets to come on Seth Ro Rogan, not to say that I'm comparing myself, but you, you need to set your standard and, and what that does is makes people work harder to get their stuff right. right? Yeah, man. So, so I appreciate uh, the effort that you took and here you are, man. And uh, I asked you, uh, what direction are we going in? I know you got a lot going on, you know, you're productive. Uh, so what are we talking about? And I asked you if you could teach a class uh, within the poetry industry, right? Uh, as it relates to you know your experiences and your successes and your your subject matter uh, of expertise, 
what would you teach? And what, what, what did you say? And the answer was branding and knowing who you are as a poet. Yes. Yes. So let's talk about that, man. Let's talk about that. Um, what angle are you taking as it relates to branding, right? What, what's, what's your take on branding? So my take on branding, especially, well, I'm gonna speak specifically when it comes to spoken word poets, when it comes to spoken word artists. I think that that is, that is one of the things that, I don't wanna say everybody, the, 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 community, the community lacks as a whole. Um, putting ourselves out there in a way where we can be seen. Uh, so for instance, like we were talking about before this started, we were talking about it's amazing how comedians can, they can just get on stage with, with a, a bar stool and a microphone and they got your attention for an hour and a half. Just that one comedian just talking, telling jokes. Well, poets do the same thing. We go up there, all we got is our poems, and a microphone, we deserve that same thing. But at the same time, like, who is who is putting out spoken word specials? Who's doing that? I don't see it. Right. So that kind of stuff, and just just making sure you take your making sure that you take your business to the next level. It doesn't always have to be. Look, I'm not trying to sit up here and talk like I'm Kevin Hart and I got it all figured out. Because right. on my journey. Listen, it's day by day, and I'm learning new things every day. I learned a lot from your podcast. That's why I wanted to come on here and, and talk about it to you because I felt like I could I could not only learn more but contribute to that conversation. But I feel like um just starting starting where we are with what we have. So whether that looks like just if we can get somebody to take some professional photos of us mm. so that we can have that in our portfolio. If we can just get out and and just get one professional video made to put out there on you had to just talk about LinkedIn. If we could just have somebody just talk about like, mm -hmm. if we could just have somebody, you know, just, just record us and, and put a video out there like that. It was just one professional video just to make ourselves stand out, just to make ourselves look like we're doing even more. Even if we can get our own t-shirts made, mm -hmm. you know, just stuff like that. Just, just whatever we can do, starting with where, starting where we are with what we got. That's good. That's good. I like that. I like that. You know, um, let's let's speak about having your own portfolio, right? I was um, doing some one-on-one -on -one coaching with a poet uh, yesterday, and I, I said I said to him, "Okay, cool. You do open mics." Right. Um, you don't get paid for open mics. OK. All right. How can you benefit from an open mic? Right. And and yes, the you, you get your name out there. You know, there there are new faces at open mics all the time. OK, that's that's one benefit. Right. You make sure that you go out there and give it your all at the open mics. Uh, and not not get up there and play around, you know. Um, uh, okay, so that's one benefit right there. Um, but I said to him, never perform anywhere without someone recording you. Mm. The reason I said that is because 
you never want a performance to die that night. Your performance dies that night when you don't record your work, when you don't record yourself performing. It will live on if you come pre-prepared, prepare in advance with, I don't have any with me, but a handle with the clip on your phone, yeah. right? You come to the open mic, hey, um, sis, can you do me a favor? Do you mind, you mind recording me as I perform this piece right here? You know, who's gonna say no? Nobody's gonna say no, they're gonna record, they're gonna do that for you, right? So that gives you a video that you can chop up for social media, gives you a whole week's worth of, of, of content, right? Uh, gives you uh, a, a video for your portfolio, a video for your website. If you have a website, it lives on, you know? And, and, and so, yeah, man. So little things like that, that make uh, the free performances worth it. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And uh, and if I could, I'd like to take that a step further by, and, and this is a great conversation because matter of fact, the next episode I was gonna have on my podcast was how to maximize your open mic experience. So nice. you, can go to, like, you can go to all the open mics you want to, they're gonna help you get better, but you don't wanna stay there. You wanna get stuck in the open mics, but ways you can maximize it is like you said, recording it first and foremost. And even if you don't want to ask nobody to record for you, you can be like me. I take my I take my own stand. I nice. find a good place to set up my stand, put my yep. put my phone on it. I ain't paid twelve hundred dollars for this iPhone for no reason. Put it to use. Making sure I'm getting video. Just walking in there, making sure you speak to, making sure you get to know who the host is. Because nine times out of ten, they are a poet themselves trying to do something or or have other shows or whatever getting to know the host, speaking to the people who are working in a place, just so you get familiar with the place, get familiar with the atmosphere of where you're performing at. Yeah. And then if you can, if you can just take one thing to sell, like I have a book and, you know, and I mean, I went and got it self-published or whatever. And, you know, um, you know, and that, but, but even if you don't want to go that far, like I have a friend who's not even necessarily, he probably wouldn't call himself a poet, but he performs poem, he performs poems and, it was like motivational speaking. He went and got like three poems published in a little chat book that he made at Office Max and takes them to every open mic he goes to. So if you can just have something yeah. to separate yourself, just something, yeah. just, just one thing, even if it's like a dollar rich band that you can get made, like the like the rubber band, the rubber band rich bands are the phrase that people, that people wear. Even if you can get something like that, just one thing to distinguish yourself Yep. People are going to be like, oh, this person's serious. This person's more than just the average open micer. So it's just little simple things like that that we can do to enhance. And, and just one person doing that is going to enhance the whole poetry industry like you talk about. Yes, man. Uh, that is, that's, that's so good. That's so good. It's always the little things that make huge impact. Because like you just said, Someone in that room, that it, that venue, will say, you know what? That's smart. He, exactly. he brought he brought a tripod and set it up for himself 
which means he did not use the excuse of, I don't have a videographer. I didn't bring my friend or my brother to record me. There's no excuse now in 2021. It's no excuse. And I know them all because I used them all. I tried all the excuses. I tried them all. They don't hold up. Yeah. Yeah. When did you start your monthly event? So I started my monthly event back in May of this year. Okay. So we were, we started out doing it twice a month. So May and June, we did it twice a month. And then we just went to once a month just because like the pandemic is still kind of getting crazy. So to just like kind of uh, minimize like exposure or whatever. But also just like trying to make one really good show. Exactly. Create and and not overextending ourselves. Right. Right. Yeah. I know it. When you first start, we could do this twice a month. And, you know. Yeah. You get in it, you get into it, you're like, you know what? I think uh I think we need to go once a month. Um uh, exactly, exactly. Yeah. especially especially if you want something that's gonna something that's gonna last. Because I mean here, open mics pop up, it's a new one every month. Right. And you'll see they usually last for about two or three months and then you don't hear from them again. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Um it is is good to create the anticipation and the, the want to be there. Uh, and so it's like a relationship, you know, uh, what is it? Distance makes the heart grow fonder, right? right, right yeah. Exactly. Between events does the same thing. You know, I need, I gotta get back to that, that, that open mic. What's the name of your, what's the name of your open mic? It's called soul therapy poetry show. Soul therapy. Po- now, so you didn't call yours an open mic. Why did you call it a poetry show? What makes it a show? And so I actually I actually just switched it up because at first we did call it an open mic, but now we call it a showcase because it's certain things that we do because we the mic is open, you can come and sign and perform up still, but we have certain parameters that you have to that your performance has to abide by. For instance, we have a timer. We have a five minute timer, Smart. and you know, at four and a half minutes, you see that light. That means you got to start wrapping up your performance. And we do that because we want people to, we not only want people to come and perform, but we want them to get better. Right. That's the idea. So we're not just coming in here and spitting poems that we wrote in our bedroom last night that we think are going to sound cute. I want to create something, an incubator almost, where people can come perform and, and really get better and not just feel like they just came, spit a poem, everybody clapped, and then went and sat down. Right. Right. That's 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 someone who runs an open mic is going to use that. I hope so. Because I, hope so. I feel like we have enough open mics. We need yeah. more people showcasing talent. Yeah. You know, and, that, and that's what I wanted to create. Yeah. Because, you know, because most hosts at open mic, you know, when it's over five minutes, they're like, you know, wrap it up, right. rolling their fingers, you know. And right. um, so having that 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 light and that timer that's that's genius. It keeps it going. It keeps it moving, um, and uh, uh, keeps the diversity in place as well. So that's good, man. Um, so so with with you you said branding and also knowing yourself as a poet. Yes. All right. So so share with me what you mean by that. So knowing yourself as a poet. 
kind of, to me, that opens the door for your branding because you know, you know who you are, you know what you talk about. And with that comes, you know, when, where, what doors that you want to get in. If you're an erotic, like I know some, I know some guys that only spit erotic pieces. They not going to go to the school system and be like, yo, I have poetry. I'm going to come spit for y'all. You know, they're going to go at the nightclubs or where people are going to go where they're celebrated. They're not necessarily going to celebrate that in a seventh grade classroom. Right. But if you are that poet that has a lot of motivational stuff and a lot of empowering stuff, then you should probably be taking your stuff to the classrooms to to uplift, you know, our students and our, our middle school and high school students and things like that. And so, uh, but, but I chose that for me because that was, that's kind of how my journey has been. My poetry started me writing for just me, but as I wanted to grow as not only an artist, but as an entrepreneur to take this poetry business to the next level, I'm like, okay, it has to be more than just like diary entries for me. Right. Then, and then you kind of move on to actually from from writing like personal poems to actual spoken word pieces to poems meant to be spoken. And then you, I feel, I feel like you know most most black males, you know, start at you know you started like you know how we feel as black men in America. And you know you go you start writing you know black power poems and everything. At least in my instance, everything was like black power is black power that. That's what we need to be doing. Right. Which, that was good, but that was still kind of limiting. I can't take that. I mean, I can take it everywhere. Right. But right. if I'm going to be, if I'm going to take it even to the next level, maybe I need to write some things more commercial. Maybe I need to change up the formula to where if I write something funny here, if I write, if I write a funny poem, then yeah. and if I get their attention, that's going to reel them in. So now they're listening to my emotional poems and my empowering poems. Now they're now I got their attention because I said something funny. So right. as I as I've kind of continued on my journey, it's uh it's been a constant knowing, keeping a constant tab on who I am. Right. Because that kind of sets the temperature of how I'm gonna move forward. Right. So it sounds like you're you've learned how to diversify your art. Learn and constantly learning. For sure. You're, you're learning how to diversify your art. And by doing that, you've opened the floodgates for more opportunities. Yes, right? absolutely. So, so, I mean, just with that alone, performed everywhere from schools to nightclubs to strip clubs to churches. Yeah. Just because my... That was my focus. I wanted to be able to reach different types of people. Right. If if the preacher just stayed in the church all day and he's only preaching to people coming to church, I thought we were supposed to be reaching to people that are really hurting, people that really need it. I got to step out of my pulpit, my comfort zone, and try to find different ways to reach other people. So that's kind of been the mindset. That's good. That's good. You know, because the question is, the question is, do you want to be popular or do you want to be a paid poet? The reason I say that is because, you know, some people will go to an open mic and just spit their pieces and others that are 
looking to actually do something with their with their art as it relates to you know creating a career out of it uh um they'll have like you said a piece that uplifts peace for black power uh you know even for the love the, the love poems um we hire poets you know everywhere to perform everywhere and and it's tough for us because there are some amazing poets that we cannot hire mm. one because they're one one dimensional and for the black power black power black power it's only good in february and when when one of us get killed you know uh it it it, it, it is what it is you know um and so the question is all right what else do you have in your portfolio that's the question you got to use this terminology to understand why you need to have you know these diverse pieces right do you do you do you have something that that, that can speak to kids at a, at an at an assembly you know do you have a piece that works with white folks you got to that that you know that that that's going to pay and school districts that are going to pay um and but then you ask why you're only getting paid 50 dollars you see and 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 this is just tough love talk you know i hope and i hope folks are not you know uh receiving it as me talking down i hope they're receiving it as okay cool this is let me write this down all right, cool. This is what I need to do because that's what this podcast is here for. Um, and that's why that's why your platform is so important because yeah. it's a lot of people that just don't know. Like you said, I know a lot of fire poets that go to every open mic and kill. Yeah. They're the best. They some of the best spoken word artists you can find around. Yeah. Yeah. on a microphone, but yeah. they don't have. But they don't have any type of social media presence. Thank they don't you. have, they might not even have a bio ready. If you say, yeah. yo, let me see your bio. Is your bio ready? Do you have pictures? Do you have yeah. something to leave us with? Yeah. And, and, you know, and that's what my clients ask for. I need a professional photo because we want to promote you at our event, right? We want to put you in the program. Don't send me. Don't send me one of these, please. Don't don't take a selfie <laughs> and send me that. Right. You know, uh, um, um, we need to learn media kit. Right. Right. The bios in the media media kit. You know what you've done. You, man. Yeah, it's work. It's work, and it, and it's not a. The thing is, it's not a lot of work. It is a lot of small things that you need to do and Absolutely. now you literally uh, can have somebody write your bio for you. you can tell somebody what you've done and they write it for you if you can't write it yourself you can go to fiverr.com two r's and fiverr.com and and do a search on uh a copywriter person that's a that's not copyright like copywriting your 
your poetry, it is copyright as in a person writing copy. Copy is the text, the the the, the captions and things of that nature um, that 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 will uh, attractively write what you're trying to say and who you are and all of that. And uh, you know, I'm gonna take that a step further and say, if you can write a fire poem, you should be able to write your bio. I, I posted this on Instagram. I said, I said, uh, poets are more than their poems. I've seen that post. Right? And, and what I meant by that is a poet is someone who is great with words. So, so if you, if you say that a poet is someone who is great with words, who needs someone who is great with words? A company that wants to have fire captions in their social media, they'll pay somebody. They'll pay someone who is good with words. They'll pay a poet to uh, um, uh, commercials. They'll pay someone who is good with words to write amazing commercials. Prentice Powell writes for certain companies and their commercials. Yeah. Uh, scripts and it, it, it's just a if, if you if you reword it and you figure out who you are, like you said, knowing who you are, knowing your value, and not just saying I'm a poet and end it there, which means I just write poetry. It's so much more, it's deeper than poetry. That's what I'm, man, that's a shirt. I, that's a shirt. It's so much deeper than poetry. And that, and that resonates with me so well because that's, that's how, like, everything that I have going on in my life right now, like, it all came from just writing poems. And everything mm -hmm. just manifested itself. I, I don't even like to use the word manifest because it's like a trend right now. But everything was born out of me just writing poetry right and so it's amazing man it's amazing yeah. like where you never thought you could take it like i never i started out writing and excuse me if i'm rambling but i never Ooh. you know like when i sat down i used to only write poems pretty much like when i was in my feelings when i was going through something and i wanted to express myself yeah but but for, even just from that that came to writing actual spoken word pieces that came to actually getting on stage performing these pieces that led to performing in different states, different parts of the country. That led to learning how to become a host and a real MC and how to host my own show. That led to me writing blogs because I'm like, okay, if I'm writing all these poems, I have much more to say and everything doesn't fit in standards and lines. I got to get it out long form. So let me write these blogs. Just being creative like that came to, now I'm getting into acting. It's so much. There's so much that can come from just Spoken word. That's, another one. That's another one. Poets memorize like crazy. Why are you not an actor? Okay. You, you, uh, so I, so you, I got, memorize, I you perform, you deliver. All of what an actor does, not to minimize, not to minimize actors, but why not try your hand? We are doing everything. 
quick story. Back in about 2018, I was like, okay, I'm trying to get into acting a little bit. So I went to an audition and he was like, um, he was like, we're all, he said something like, we're all out of uh, scripts to give out or something. He was like, do you have your own monologue? And I'm like, ah, you know, I kind of don't. And he's like, oh, well, can you come back tomorrow or whatever? We'll have some more scripts for you guys. And I'm like, okay, I guess. So I walked out of the building and I'm like, hold on. I am a spoken word artist. All I do is spit monologues. I went back in there and I'm like, hell yeah, I got a monologue. So they let me spit it right quick. I didn't get the part. But the fact that I went in there and told them I didn't have a monologue, but went back, I felt like I didn't leave. I, 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 gave, I gave what I could to the universe. I didn't leave any stones unturned. I gave them the monologue that I have. So I, I left feeling like I didn't regret anything. I did, I did my part. The rest is up to the universe. Either I'm going to get it, I don't, whatever. But of course I have my logs. I'm a poet. So. God. That's huge. It's so many somebody, interdisciplinaries that go hand in hand. Somebody, somebody caught that, man. That somebody's like, they're like, oh, man, I'm so much more than I thought I was. So that, much. That's crazy. So it clicked for you. You know, uh, you're someone who is great. You're not only someone who is great with words, but you have great delivery. You have great poise. You're a public speaker. Why aren't more poets public speakers? Do you That's know how what much we're doing. That's do the conversation we're doing. Do you know how much public speakers make? So, so uh, uh, we we recently made history with a commercial that we produced and broadcasted as uh, the first ever poetry commercial. Well, commercial for poetry service. So and, and and just to and I think I know what you're talking about. Is that the service where you hire poets to do the yeah. speeches for um yes uh, what's it called uh, not yeah. conventions um or yeah. commencement speeches? Yeah, exactly. So so um and everybody watching when we record these videos, it's usually like nine o'clock, ten o'clock, and our minds are like halfway empty by the end of the day. Uh, uh, keynote poets. That's keynote poets. Yes. Poets. So, so yes, keynote poets, and that came to me some years ago, and uh, I was like, because I'm thinking, all right, poets are more than their poems. All right, what 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 do people who are great with words do? They're public speakers. Okay, and I'm thinking about how to maximize. Uh, uh, their skill set to to increase their income. Public speakers get paid a lot of money. Public speakers are keynote speakers, keynote poets. And I put that on the back burner because I was already doing a lot. So I had, I've been teaching myself uh, to put things on the back burner and write it down so you don't forget it, right? Um, because when you do too much, you do too much, right? Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And so, so I said, when the opportunity presents itself, that's when I'll go. And Comcast uh, uh, 
presented a a grant uh, for for uh, broadcasting a commercial for for small black owned businesses. And I said, okay, shoot, what can I do a commercial for? Like they're paying for three months of broadcasting mm. of a commercial for your business. So what would my commercial? Keto poets. They weren't paying for uh, the production of the commercial. They were paying for the three months of broadcasting, which is a whole lot of money. Yes. Right. Yes. In and of itself. So I, you know, and produce it. Like I literally went to California from the DMV, produced a commercial, got a, well, got a commercial produced. I'm in it. And, um, and what I wanted to show people was the height in which poets could go. And so what a keynote poet is, like you just said, it is someone who is great at public speaking, just like a public speaker, but who also infuses and incorporates spoken words seamlessly in their presentation. Man, I, I, I'm so proud of that, man. And, uh, you know, some, some, some opportunities have come from that. Uh, and, uh, I just, I just want, I just want poets to know how valuable they are. You gotta, if you don't realize that you're doing yourself a disservice. And that's what you're doing, man. That's exactly what your platform is doing, man. We much more than, um, much more than just guys not cool enough to be rappers. Uh, it's much more than that. It's bigger than that. It's deeper than that. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, man. And we're making it cool. We're exactly. making it cool. You know? Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, it's so interesting uh, what people say is cool. Uh, Tupac, Tupac called himself a poet. Mm-hmm. You know, Wale is a poet. Well, Wale is a straight up poet. Straight up poet. You know what I'm saying? You know, with, with the title of a rapper, but he's a poet, bro. And, and, uh, but the time is now. The time is now. And I think we're starting to see it, uh, you know, with the likes of Amanda Gorman and Brandon Leak winning uh, uh, America's Got Talent. Um, um, and I hope poets, you know, around the country and around the world uh, never got jealous of anybody winning, any poet winning because or envious, because if they only understood that when another poet wins, it only shines light on you. That lifts all of well. us. That lifts all of us. So the Amanda Gorman thing, like, Everybody had their opinions. Is it a good poem? Did they like the poem? Did she say this? Did she say that? It doesn't matter. She's yeah. doing spoken word at the White House steps. That's all you need to know. She's performing poetry at the Super Bowl. You don't need to know nothing else. You don't need to know nothing else. Bro. Bro. So if they understood that companies, organizations, they're like, whoa, so we can go get poets now. So, but we don't have to spend a bunch of money to get Amanda Gorman. There's a bunch of poets in our area. So 
if you were smart, you would have saw that and said, yo, I need to get my stuff together. I, I need to get my, my, my life in order. I need to get my website right. I need to get my business cards right. Because people are looking for poets right now. They are looking for poets. And poetry is as most popular as it's ever been. One of the oldest art forms, but I feel like just now it's infiltrating pop culture. So I was, so matter of fact, it's funny you bring up Brandon Lee because I was just watching his uh, AGT again yesterday. I was watching the video and it was like, when he performed for the first time, it was like the judges had never heard spoken word before. And so if you go back and watch it, at first they're like, okay, we don't know what to expect. He said he was a poet. And even one of the guys, Simon, I think his name is, uh, he's like, you know, I, I don't really understand poetry. You know, I don't know what this is. But after he got done spitting that poem, they were looking like, like they didn't know, like they'd seen it, like they speak spoken yeah. word for the first time. Right. And she's like, wow, it's like you were, you were singing, but you're just talking, but right. your voice just carries, like they are looking like right. somebody, a Martian just came down from earth. You, you know what more they, you know what more poets are? They're, 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 they're someone who's great with words, but they're also someone who evokes emotion. Absolutely. That's what public speakers do. That's what comedians do. That's what singers do. That's what rappers do. They evoke emotion. Take the word poet out. And who are you? I am someone who evokes emotion. I'm great with words. Man, it's a list of things that you can say. When it's you a take list of things. Man, this is good. And you can see it, man. Like So even like on Commons last album that he put out, the very first song on there is Jessica Care Moore spitting a poem. Even and even I'll take it a step further. Even on Drake's Drake's latest album, his first song is Champagne Poetry. Come on, man! You can't tell me that spoken word ain't rising to the mainstream levels, man. Yeah, yeah. And and if you and if you don't see it, uh, you're blind or you're in or in denial. Uh, and I, I hope you take the blinders off and really start seeing the truth, man, because it has never been more possible to become a professional poet than now. Man, it's an exciting time and we have everything. I feel like if you have one of these, then you have everything that you need. Yeah. I mean, you, you don't want to stay, you you may not want to stay there, but everybody talks about like what they don't have to get started. I don't have this. I don't have that. If you got one of these right here, you can have a podcast. You can be putting out videos on YouTube. Actually, matter of fact, you can be putting out videos on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, all the platforms. It's yeah. so much. Even just with this, you have so much right here. Yeah. Even if you don't have the money even if you don't have the thousand dollars to film your own show or whatever, you got a lot of what it takes to get started. Yeah, you got it. You got it, man. That's that's so good. That's so good. Tell me about your podcast. And so the Poets Perspective podcast. So we started it during the pandemic. And how I started it was uh, I was host. I started hosting a show at this place called Urban Grind Coffee House here in Atlanta. And I did one show. It was like the first, one of the first shows I did on my own. Uh, this was like February 2019, before everything hit the fan. Um, 
you know, I did a show. It was okay. You know, we had an okay turnout, whatever. And then um, the next, it was supposed to be a monthly show. That next month, the next March, um, we had to cancel. I didn't know what was going on with the pandemic, whatever. So we canceled. And the coffee shop was like, yo, we we want to cancel all our shows, but we want to maintain and uh, presence online because we want to start selling coffee online, something we hadn't done. And we feel like open mic, a virtual open mic might help drive that. And it was kind of before people were gearing up with their virtual open mics. And I'm like, okay, you know, I'd be more than happy to host. So I started hosting open mics and then I started having features on there where I would do an open mic for 30 minutes. And then for the next hour, that'll be a segment where I pretty much just have conversations with different poets and talk about their journey. And I'm like, okay, I'm putting it on IG, but if I'm on here, I might as well turn this into a podcast. So we started taking that audio and video, putting it, putting the video on YouTube, taking the audio, putting it across all the platforms and turning it into a podcast. Right. And so that's how I got started. And, uh, and we just kind of been rolling ever since. I have nothing against, I have nothing against Instagram and going live and talking to friends and, and having good conversations. But it's like, bro, why not start a podcast? Like if they, I'm going to do all this, if I'm going to spend an hour or more on here just talking and only people that's going to see it is people on Instagram, I might as well take this to other platforms because people need to hear these conversations. Right. People need to hear the poet's journey. People need to hear the poet's life. Yeah. People need to see that we are more than poems. Yeah. And so yeah. I wanted to do that. So spread it across different platforms. So like you said, if you're going to be on Instagram just talking about whatever nonsense for however long, if you feel like it's that important, put it everywhere. Make it more readily available for people. Yeah. You know, it's about ownership, right? You don't own Instagram. You don't own Facebook. You don't own YouTube. Um, I don't own StreamYard. However, uh, I leverage StreamYard for my ownership of my platform. Right, I'm I'm not on a platform uh, uh, to where if it goes away, I can't continue. If Insta Instagram goes away or shuts down for whatever reason, you're shut down. Right. You know, um, but the biggest piece of it is formalize what you're doing. Let's get away from mom and pop operations. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Because if you continue, you'll get paid mom and pop compensation. And you That's can't, how people are gonna see you. And you can't complain about it. You know, hey, where can I where can I check out your stuff? Where can I check out your conversations? Uh, well, you know, I recorded, I recorded the, I saved it. I saved the live, you know, come on. Like that, the lives should be the complement to the formalized platform. Exactly. I'm not doing anything astronomical right now. I just made a decision to, 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 formalize you know what you what you're doing on instagram and now now i can do so much more with it and reach a whole lot more people a whole lot more people right and i now have something that's the thing i now have something to offer 
You see, I, I, I now have a platform to offer and people get paid for having platforms. So create a platform. It doesn't cost anything. It doesn't cost anything. And, that, and that's the big thing. Like a lot of people down here, they talk about like, oh, man, if I could if I could just meet Tyler Perry or something like that. And I'm like, OK, you could run into that person. But if you run into Tyler Perry, Lee Daniels, whoever you want, throw whatever name you want to throw out there. What do you have to offer that person? What do you have? Except for, ask you what's, hey, where's I your work? In, I want to be a part of what you got going on. Yeah. What can you offer them? Yeah. What is their benefit for including you? What do yeah. you have already? What have you done? What value are you offering? What yeah. value are you offering? And you even just having something like a podcast, at yeah. least you can approach somebody you admire and be like, yo, I have a podcast. You wouldn't mind being on it. Like just having something to offer in your package. Yeah. If you all can tell the passion from Justin and I, because we're so serious about it, you know, we want you to win. Matter of fact, I'll switch it up. We need you to win. There is, okay. I said this to um, uh, one, of, one of my uh, clients that I was coaching. I said, there is no industry with only four or five people winning or succeeding. Name, can you name 10 successful poets alive? Or will you stop at four or five? So even with 10, that's not an industry. Even with 10. If there were only 10 successful rappers, that would not be an industry. That would I not be a rap career uh, a possibility, right? So we need more and more poets to win. We need more Brandon Leaks. We need more of you you know, doing what you do, but in a more um, uh, official way. Absolutely. You, you're great at you're great at conversing on Instagram. Make it official. Might as well. You know. Might as well. But I think it's also just a lot of people not only don't know, but a lot of but we I don't think we've seen enough examples. Yeah. People that are just get, really getting it from spoken word. There's some people who are, yeah. but they're not necessarily like, yo, I started from spoken word. Like that's not what it is. Like I watch yeah. I watch Hamilton. That's just a that's just two hours, that's just one two hour spoken long spoken word piece to me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, don't get me wrong, I love Hamilton. I don't want to downplay it. But that was that was infused with just a bunch of spoken word pieces. That's what yeah. I saw in it anyways. Yep. And I'm so glad you said that because that's an avenue. That's an avenue right there. If you cannot write a play, partner with a playwright, partner with one of your colleagues that write plays and get your Tyler Perry on. You know, he does music, you know, random singing, but same difference like Hamilton, different. you know, a play, but out of the blue, it's a seamless transition into a spoken word piece so many avenues to take was what we're trying to say period you know um, um so I, I hope you hear our heart and again not think that we are talking down to you um 
we we just really want you to get it and we really want you to win uh you know so reach out reach out to the poet life as you can see on on here at the poet life on instagram pretty much everywhere uh reach out to i am justin Patton. justin is doing a lot uh uh he really impressed me by the fact that he just dm'd me and said hey Look, man, I'm interested in being on your podcast. Matter of fact, I'm going to ask you right here on the show. I'm interested in being on your podcast, man. You know, so, so you know, as a matter of fact, uh, myself and Backpack Jeff, we both, uh, uh, we did a, 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 a duo type thing. He has a podcast in my bag with Backpack Jeff. And so what we did, we, we both got on each other's podcast and put them out at the same time. You know? So cross promotion, I'm on his, he's on mine. So that was pretty dope, man. So, uh, and that's just us doing what folks in Atlanta and other places do, uh, lifting each other up and wanting each of us to win, man. So um, if you could, well, first of all, tell us all of what you got going on so folks can follow you and check your work out, man. Everything I got going on. So, uh, so Poets Perspective podcast streaming on all platforms. And just, uh, just real quick before I get into that, I study a lot of comedians and I watch what they do. And like we talked about, like I think it's very fascinating how they just have a microphone, but they get paid millions of dollars just to get up there and and do what they do. And I feel like we can do the same thing. But I noticed that most comed most even most comedians who are living off of their art and doing this at a professional level, they all have a podcast. And what do they do? They just come on each other's podcasts and tell stories and just cross promotion all day. So that's why I felt like it was important to to be in the podcast space. And that was also one of the reasons I wanted to reach out to you because like I said, I love what you're doing and I felt like I had something to contribute to the conversation. But, sure. uh, but, everything, but everything I got going on, uh, Poets Perspective Podcast, streaming on all platforms, uh, put out an album uh, this past summer, Pain to Poetry, streaming on all the platforms, uh, Soul Therapy Poetry Show. The next one, is, we do it every fourth Friday in Marietta, Georgia, Good Acting Studio. Uh, September 24th is the next one. Um, what else? What else we got? What else we got? Um, uh, my book, you can see in the, there, there we go, right there. Uh, poetry for the Hopefully, available now. You can go to... Um, Go to my Instagram or whatever, my website, IamJustinPatton.com. You can check that out. I have my next book coming out, uh, hopefully later this fall. Uh, we don't have a set release date, but hopefully we can get that out by the end of the year. Um, what else? What else? What else? Uh, I have a short film coming out later this month. Uh, don't have a release date for that either, but uh, that's something to be on the lookout for. So at that time, I'll probably have a viewing party and a listening party for the album as well. Um, gosh, gosh, what else? What else? Um, feel like I'm missing something, but that's about it right now. That's that's pretty much everything we got going on. And I started, um, and like I said, man, as far as Atlanta goes, there's a bunch of dope spoken word artists down here that I don't feel like have the promotion behind them. So, another thing I started doing was producing, uh, we call them features down here. When a poet gets like 15, 20 minutes, we call those features. Right. Uh, so started recording features and put them out on YouTube as spoken word specials. 
And so you can check out my YouTube page for that. I just produced my first one. Uh, Starry Lahill is the poet. So she's got about uh, 20 minutes that she does. Uh, awesome poetry show. So you can check that out. But but yeah, that's the next thing. That's genius. That's good. Hey, man, like we talked about, man. Uh, and, and like I said, I don't want to diss comedians. I keep bringing them up. But, but I love comedians. That's one of the things I learned about over the pandemic. Like, man, nothing kept my spirits up like a good stand-up special. But the fact that these guys are getting these Netflix deals, these Hulu deals, Amazon Prime, whatever, just with a microphone talking for an hour. We can do the same thing. We should do the same thing. And from the look on those judges' faces at uh, America's Got Talent, the world should be introduced to spoken word because I don't feel like on a main street level they have yet. So, yeah. uh, so I just want to be like one of the pioneers in doing that. Dope. Dope. There's a quote that I coined, um, and that is, become a legend in your own lane. Become a legend in your own lane, right? Whatever lane you're in, your goal is to become a legend in that lane. All right? So focus 100%. in, niche down, and get to it, man. And listen, it's Christoph Wright. Uh, I, I'm so excited to be back on the season four, episode one with Justin Patton. And uh, uh, what we have going on is a lot. We are actually in the process of planning a major event in Nigeria. Uh, yeah, yeah, um, Port Harcourt, Nigeria. And uh, really excited about that. Some dope poets out there. Matter of fact, season three, uh, we had a, a, a one of our uh, uh, poets out there in Nigeria. We're actually launching Man, I'm excited about this. We're, we're launching Poet Life Nigeria. Mm. Yeah. Oh man, taking this thing international. That's what's listen, up. Listen, you know, and and uh man, uh, then there's Poet Life University, where we do what we're doing right now, uh, and that is teaching poets how to become better and professional poets, uh, where we hire uh poets like the likes of uh, Black Chakra. Uh, Brandon Leak will be a teacher. Well, we call them Poet Life Professors. And uh, so you'll learn from them uh, uh, in eight-week classes, right? Uh, once a week for eight weeks for like almost two hours of face-to-face of -to -face tutelage on Zoom. And, and, and there, there won't be a question of how to do it. It, it, you know, because uh, by the time you finish the class, let's just take a class of um, uh, podcasting for poets. By the time you finish the class, you'll already have your podcast ready to launch. Man, that's um, awesome. Man. Yeah, that's man. Awesome. So, so, so do more with your poetry. Do more with your poetry because you're more than someone who just writes poems. It's the Poet Life Podcast. Uh, man, I'm so excited to be back. Um, we're actually, this is 9-9-2021, and we're going to release this tonight. I'm going to edit this tonight. And we're going to release it tonight, and uh, uh, I'm excited for, po for folks to listen to it, watch it, and share it 
subscribe to the YouTube channel. That's Poet Life TV. Uh, uh, subscribe to anywhere you listen to podcasts and uh, connect with us, man. We we got a lot going on. DM us like like Justin did. You know, if you got something going on, if you if you're taking your work to the next level, uh, uh, if you have something to share as far as something to teach, if you will, um, uh, DM us. You 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 may be the next guest on the Poet Life podcast, man. So listen, shoot your shot, shoot your yeah, shot, shoot your shot, shot, man. You, you listen. You only miss the ones that you don't shoot. You know what I'm saying? So listen, it's the Poet Life Podcast. Go to thepoetlife.com. Uh, if you want some dope gear, go to poetlifegear.com. Where can they find that shirt, sir? So you can find the shirt, iamjustinpatton.com. Uh, we got books and t-shirts, and that's where you can find all the events and everything else we got going on. Dope, dope. Notice, and I'll say this before we close, notice both of us. One, speak passionately about the industry that we're in and the art that we produce. Notice that we both have paraphernalia being worn. We both have our own t-shirts. Notice behind us, we have more paraphernalia. He has the picture of it. That's, that's, that's your book, right? Yeah, yeah, that's the first book. I got a flag that says Poet Life. Uh, 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 notice my Instagram, my social media handle. Notice his social media handle. It's the same as our website domains. Mm -hmm. It's easy to find us. Make it, if you want to be booked, if you want to be known, if you, all of this, make it easy for people to find you. Don't have different handles. Instagram is this, Facebook is this, Twitter is that. And where are you? It's just those little things, man. Like those little things. If we can just tweak those, man, that's going to take the whole poetry industry to the next level. Listen, we could, listen, me and Justin could talk about this all night, all day, <laughs> brother. But you know what I mean? And, and, um, that's what you got to exude. That's what people have to feel from you. Matter of fact, who knows you're a poet? You're probably at work. People don't know that you're a poet. You're probably at church. People don't know that you're a poet. That doesn't make any sense. That'll, that doesn't make any sense. If you say that you want to do more. Listen, it's the Poet Life Podcast, man. I appreciate <laughs> you all. Keep checking us out. This is, I'm sorry, this is season four, episode one. I can't wait to get to two, three, four, and five. It's Justin Patton. We're out. Christoph, thank you, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate you, brother. Peace. Find a way. Find a way.